What's up, guys, and welcome to episode 114 of the Dropouts podcast. Uh, this week, we have our best guest yet, Correct. Mike E. Winfield. What's going on? <laughs> wow. That's amazing how you just crapped on all your other guests. <laughs> well, right we, out the gate. I love it. We yeah. actively hate them. Um, all and of then them. Once you leave, we'll actively hate you as well. But yeah, right yeah. now, we're putting on a face like we actually like you. So This is great. Yeah. You're going to say this to everyone. Uh, we do. Indeed, yeah. say it to everyone. Exactly. I love it. And I'm very happy to be here. This is amazing. Thank uh, you. If you don't know... You are currently in the semifinals, is that right? Of, of what? Of what? Uh, America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent. Ooh, that's crazy. Yes. I'm in the semifinals. My audition went incredible, and they advanced me, and I get to tell more jokes on national television in front of millions. Look at this. August 30th. August 30th. To see if you go to the finals, right? To see if I go to the finals. So, and guess what? I put myself in position to win one million dollars. <laughs> Damn, is it really a million dollars? <laughs> a milli baby. I didn't know that. And, yeah, and yeah, are yeah. they still doing the show in Vegas as well? Yeah, then you get a chance to get a residency in oh, Vegas as whoa. well. Oh, and yeah. thing, man. Like, I've been doing some research. I don't know if you have to necessarily win to get the residence. Oh, no. Ah. I think you're going to pop you know, off either you know, way. Yeah. You know? Oh, you do? Let's, well, let's keep let, that energy out there. Yeah. Hey, let's hit some intro music and then we'll officially get into it. <laughs> yeah, no. Every single, like, contestant that makes it to, like, the semifinals or whatever. They every have a sing- good career after every, every single one of them. There's a show in Vegas. Magicians, comedians, yeah. singers, every single one. Do you think Go your ahead. family's going to start coming? Oh, like cousins you haven't heard of coming out the woodworks <laughs> with like, millions hey. in the bank? No, they've already started. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> I didn't need millions for this to happen, man. <laughs> and people think just because their last name is Winfield, which is automatically related. I'm like, yeah. ma'am, you're white. You know, I don't you know. <laughs> oh, that, that's actually. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, we're, we're on the same page. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to apologize first and formally for that. I'm not. I'm not really that that dark, you know. Okay. So, and during lineage, somehow, yeah, well, that's what, <laughs> that probably happens. Okay. Now let's get into the full scope of America's Got Talent. Run me yes. through what's the audition? What, process yeah. What's the audition like? process like? Oh, it's insane because there's people in line outside. There's people all around. You look around this room. You got people dressed up as dancers. You got a guy in the corner juggling like other people. You got like. <laughs> All types of vocalists. Everything is happening in this room. And then you find out the order. And then you go up. And live audience. This audience is excited. They're just like, wow. We're going to be on TV too. You know? And they're pumped up. Then you got these four judges. And they're just standing right in front of you. Well, sitting right in front of you. And they've seen it all. So now you're like, how am I going to stand out enough to impress them? And I have what I think the jokes are that I'm going to do. And you just go out there and you're just thrown out there to the world. Yeah. And you just start performing these jokes that you trust. And the response was great. You know, the judges' responses were, you know, really, really amazing. And their their responses carry a lot of weight. Oh, on, yeah. You know, on how others around the country will view you. For instance, Heidi was very complimentary of... My look, yeah. you know, she had some really sweet things to say. So now when I go to these places, I've just been complimented by a supermodel. Oh, yeah. So imagine what when other women are like, well, yeah, she's a supermodel. I mean, that's a blue check mark in real life. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Instant 
verification. <laughs> yeah. That's a level of confidence that like I aspire to have one day. Yeah, it was pretty it was cool. just Heidi Klum. Yeah, just exactly. Okay Is your, your first audition on the stage with everyone, like the giant arena or whatever it is everyone watching yes that was the first audition and then well, how how many uh, minutes do you get two and two for stand-up comedy minutes? that's tough right so now you get two minutes two minutes for stand-up is the toughest thing to cram together and so now you're like i gotta use other pieces it's yeah. not all about the set anymore now it's about the interview beforehand it's about the inner you got to make every second count because mm -hmm. what i'm good at i'm only doing for two minutes exactly the other part is just who knows what's going to happen in conversation you know conversations yeah, <laughs> sometimes they go cool sometimes they go left you never know and you never know kind of how the producers will craft your story and that's such a big part it's like you got to make sure you're on because they're going to craft it in a way that hopefully america's um privy to well, hopefully they can relate to you know yeah and you know what i believe in them for that yeah you know i really like how it was edited there was mm -hmm. pieces that were edited out of my performance and it was really like explosive but i trust that they took that out for a reason and it wasn't so much in the set like i did something for my intro just because i wanted my intro to be different yeah because it's weird when you're on stage and they're like now yo yeah, <laughs> I don't ever see stand up begin like that. You know, we normally get intro and we come and we walk, and a lot of it is people seeing our walk to the stage. Yeah, mm -hmm. now you know this guy's body movements. You see the person's energy. Mm -hmm. I just kind of wanted to know, like, what? Yeah, what? How you could even craft that in two minutes? It's just so fascinating. You know what? I need to go back and look because yeah. it felt like forever. Did oh, we, we can, can we pull it up? Would. That's the thing. I don't know if we'll get flagged. Oh, we'll probably sure. get copyright. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but you know, it's all over. It's on, uh, it's on my Instagram. It's on Facebook. It's on YouTube. And then what? What are those places? Um, like, what's your Instagram? Oh, social media. Right, right, <laughs> right. So one quick way is just go to bigassteeth.com. Right, <laughs> bigassteeth.com. Yeah, if you go there and scroll to the bottom, it'll take you right to it. But Instagram is Mike E Winfield. So there's an E in the middle. So it's Mike. There's an E, and there's Winfield. No D. It's like W I N field gotcha all the rest of them you'll just find like that with the e in the middle mike e winfield perfect and then what did you feel like uh tiktok too yeah tiktok <laughs> too yeah i'm on it i'm on it. i don't know how to find me on there but i think if you type in mike e winfield oh i'm TikTok, sure there's got to be a, like a thousand videos that come up with you yeah i think it'll pop up have you, have you found success with tiktok oh yeah yeah and you know what in the last two months, I just started using it more because yeah. I have so much content. It's like release it. Yeah. You know, and then I just need to be more creative and try different things. So you've been performing for 20 years, but with so much kind of writing on this, maybe influencing your future, what was it like going out on that stage, the nerves and, and things like that? Were you calm, cool, collective? Did you have a little, little gulp in your throat? What was going on? Yeah, you walk out and you just know that... This two minutes can change your life. Yeah. So now, with that being said, there's a lot of weight. And you're just like, you know how this is supposed to go. Yeah. Will it? Yeah. And now you have the internal conversation while you're performing. Like, there's both brains working yeah. at the same time. The one is you spewing out your material. And the other is like, okay, wait, slow that part down. Yeah. Okay, oh, that didn't go like you wanted to. Turn up on this. And you're talking to yourself in the moment. And it's one of the most, 
it's a bizarre situation that I don't know who outside of maybe comedians and hey, maybe pastors yeah. can relate to because you have two conversations going on at the same time while you're talking to people, but you're hearing yourself give yourself direction. You're like a director. So that's going on in your head. Did when the two minutes were over, do you did you have an out of body experience? Like, okay, I don't even know what what I said, or do, were you pretty conscious of it went well? It was out of body in a way where I was watching and I'm like, okay, I think this is good. And I was looking because they were chanting my name. Yeah. Oh, you know? oh wow. So that helps. Okay, that helps. You're like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, wait, wait, that's my name, not followed by booze. I think we, we think we, okay, so you get the four yeses. You finally know, okay, first off, how did the family feel? Oh, family's yeah. Elated. Was your family there? Yeah. Was Stepman like, there? Stepman was there. Yeah. 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 So Hell they're yeah. they're you know they're cheering, but it's interesting too because a lot, like I said earlier, is weighed on the judges' responses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I've been watching this entire series this year, right? And all every once in a while they'll say, you know, you were better before, or Oof. you know, uh, you missed a note. You know, to some yeah. of the performers, and I'm like, oh, yeah. so people at home are like. You know what? They did miss a note. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Now that's a thousand. And, and they would have never been influenced by that otherwise unless they said that. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's just What was maybe something that they said that you thought was positive that might have helped? Oh well, Simon said that he feels that this two minutes is going to change my life. Damn. Oh, he thought it was incredible. Uh Sophia said this is probably the funniest comedian I've seen in three seasons. Wow. I replayed Whoa. that clip. Yeah. <laughs> That's just his ringtone. Rewind. Right That's your new spank bank material. It's just, it's just yourself getting complimented. You're like, oh, this feels so good. Your wife's like trying to touch you. You're like, no, not tonight, honey. I've already got pleasure. And you're, oh, yeah, yeah. I played that a lot. Um, okay. okay. So you get off the stage. You The producers say, now, how are you feeling that you know you've made it to the next round after all the producers said it was good? Okay, so I run back. This guy edited out, right? I run back to Terry, and he's like, man, how do you feel? You feel your life is changing? And I'm so kind of caught off guard. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how yeah. I felt. And I didn't know it was happening because it was all happening yeah. right then and there. And they cut that out. But I thought that would have been a great clip to share oh, that of a been human funny. response. Yeah. yeah. It was just the unknown, like... What's what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. And that yeah, and uh, I guess also, what did it feel to maybe not that it was overnight, but have such a magnifying glass on you at that point? Like you've you've been performing, people know you're funny, but now it's like it's so expanded by the magnifying glass of that show. Oh yeah, did, were things different? Were you getting a ton of messages? Oh, it was exciting. You know, yeah. I went live for like three or four hours straight. Yeah, and people were in the comments, and I'm just literally. Just being myself, really. I'm just yeah. talking to the people, and I'm responding to the comments, and it turned into this huge Q and A. And I mean, I'm gonna do that again. Like that made me enjoy lives just way more. I'm just- yeah, I think I think it's also really big for getting personal with your audience and 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 getting the votes. Not saying you're doing it for that reason, but once people know who you are, it definitely helps out a lot. Um, okay, uh, and then after that, what, when's your next time on stage? So it goes from the audition to the what? So it goes from the audition to the semifinals. And wow, then, big jump. Right. And then if you advance, then the finals is in about a week and a half or two. It's that soon. Okay, oh, so have you performed on the stage again um, since the audition? audition? No. No. 
Okay, so you go straight to the, like that's how good he was. Went straight to the semifinals. Is that everyone that goes to the semifinal? That's the next round. But they had mm-hmm. five semifinals rounds. Have you guys already yeah. filmed the semifinals? No, that's no. that's I it films it live, right? It's really live. On the 30th. Because I've been debating that too. I'm like, is this really live? Yeah. And then yesterday, you know, I witnessed it. It's a live show, and you find out during the course of that night, by the next morning, you know. And I don't know if they tell them. Jeez. But it's it's instant. How um how long do you get on your next? I I, I think it's a little over two minutes. Oh, I still <laughs> only yes. get. Oh my god! So maybe once you get to the finals, when you get to the finals, maybe then you get to stretch out a little because it'll be fewer performers than. Yeah, there's only two, right? No, no. Oh. I think it'll be like it might be like ten of us, but oh, then okay. it's eleven of us now. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> wow, that is. How, how are you, you know feeling? What? I feel like the more time you give me benefits the comedian. Yeah, yeah. 100%. You know, they get to know me more. I get to pace it better. So, out of all those thousands of auditions, which were 14 episodes, and I know they see thousands, only 11 got accepted into the next round? No, they had five rounds of 11 oh, damn. for the okay. semifinals. Okay. And Damn. then only two advance in from, each of those from rounds? each of those, which will make five times. It'll be ten in the finals, oh. and that's it. Dang! And now it's like, what joke? And I hate, I hate the weight of that. Yeah, it's like I got a, I got many that are funny, but are they competition worthy? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. How have you? I just you just been getting up on stage. Is that how you're testing? Yeah, I'm testing every night. I'm jumping you were on someone's stage. Laugh Factory last night, right? Yes, went well. I, it went great. Okay, you're good. And I'm still like, they loved it. But are those the jokes? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's gotta you be just weighing on your mind. That's really fun. Like I got one. Like I, we discussed earlier. Like yeah. I know that's how I want to open. Uh-huh. And I feel like soon as I give them that, they're like, you know, this guy's cool. He's, <laughs> He's a cool yeah. dude. He's a good guy. He's and cool. and that's like a and that's such a good one to kind of get everybody on board. Like it doesn't alienate anyone, or it's not a specific audience for that joke. Right. That makes sense. So it gets everybody on board. So that's really smart, I think. And I think that's my goal for the entire set, though. Yeah. No alienation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the Terminator. <laughs> that's that's cool. Okay. So that's- Because I don't do that anyway. Yeah. You know, like if you watch my hour, you know, it's fun. It's fun. It's very personal. And that's the thing. It's so personal that no one should be offended by like yeah. what I've done in my Because this home. is your personal. This is yeah. your home. This is your life. And it's all right. relatable because it's all a lot of it's relationship based. So that's what yeah. everyone can kind of tap into. Right. So do you wake up with a pit in your stomach? Oh, man, it's tough. Yeah. Because <laughs> even right now, I bet you're having those two brains talking, aren't you? Yeah. I th- yeah. I think about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't turn off. Okay. I mean, well, you're literally trying to find a the million dollar joke you yes. know wow like, yes. like if you put it like that it's like could you imagine you know like i don't know putting out like the the million dollar song or the mil- whatever it's like but you have one opportunity and you're gonna find out right away instant response like i'd have an avocado sized pit <laughs> in my stomach every morning but you kind of you've also been doing this like, like he's gonna kill it he just oh, know, yeah. he knows he's going to i think it's just the waiting that's kind of the hard part right now any any other insights of america's got talent that maybe people don't know that it's kind of interesting or did you sign an nda (laughs) (laughs) no i don't know you know i was on i'm gonna be on set like all week yeah and uh you go in and you just kind of see how everyone feels and you can see people's nerves and yeah 
you go to these back rooms, you shoot a lot of like videos and press and your stories and it's just up to, you know, how they how they market you and mm-hmm. how well you do. That's nerve-wracking. It's a lot. Well, yeah. Okay, so how long have you been doing comedy in general? Whew, we pushing like 20 years of stand-up. 20, 20 years, years of wow. stand-up. Yo, you that's don't crazy. even look like you that could be old enough to do on. that. Yeah, man, I started, I started early, man. Like some people get their starts at age eight. Yeah. You know, when they hit comedy clubs. And that's not when I started, but wouldn't that be great? Wait, <laughs> wouldn't that be incredible? I mean, you look 26, so did you start at six? I may be, you know? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> when did you start? When I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm not giving this age out, you mother. <laughs> um, uh, no, that's... And then, okay, so you've been kind of on this path um, doing comedy. When do you feel like your first, I guess, inkling of, hey, I might be funnier than other people? Man, that started, I want to say, before comedy. Yeah. I just feel like you hang out with people, and every once in a while, people are telling you, hey, you're funny, and just not even as a stand-up. Yeah. And then over time, I found out what the essence was, what the key was. I look funny. Oh. You know? I don't think you look funny at all. Thank you. Jared, you've got a career <laughs> if this is all you need, dude. <laughs> oh, Yo, fuck. That's it. That's part of the package. I like, also think you, you got, got good energy, too, though. Like, oh, yeah. you bring very good positive energy that's also, like, it helps with any and all of your bits, too. No, yeah. Thank so, you. You're so welcome. How we found um, Mike is we watched you in the Laugh Factory, and uh, you just you have this such a stage presence that's like nothing I've ever seen. So it, it was just wonderful. Do you naturally have that energy, or it's like right before the, the set goes, you got to like, all right, I got to bring it up a little bit. No, nah, no. Nah, I, th- I think generally this is how I am yeah. all the time. But you know, like we're human. So there's days when it's not there. And yeah. I don't fake it for the stage. Yeah. Like if I'm going through something, it's just going to be lower. Yeah. It's going to be different. And I feel like that also is entertaining. It's just like, yo, look at Sad Mike. Yeah. <laughs> sad Mike, your whole set, Sad, is a completely different set. I mean, you've got oh, two yeah. hours now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So Baltimore. Yeah. Born, born and raised. Born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. What What do you think crafted you um, out there to make you give you a little funny edge? Like, oh, absolutely, fear. Yeah, fear. Fear, really. Yeah, it was a lot of it. You know, it was like sitting on the back of the bus, people clowning you for no reason <laughs> just because you're on a bus. You know, you had to walk to the corner store where violence and things were happening. It was a lot going on, you know. And Is then, Baltimore like an intense place? I've never been. Oh, She's from Australia. Oh, Damn. yeah, yeah. Baltimore, you know what? It used to be, and then I talked to my friends who still live there, and they're like, not a lot has changed yeah. wow. in certain parts. And I feel like that's a lot of inner cities across America, you know, but Baltimore was heavy. Yeah. So and there's not it. just Tracy's just walking around with hairspray cans. Tracy's. What? Good what? morning, Baltimore. Am I the only one that knows about hairspray here? It seems like you might be. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. One. Don't fake guys. it. Don't fake it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, did they remake it too? Didn't they remake it? Oh, with Zac Efron. Oh. I don't know, but she had curly dark hair, right? And Dude, was, uh, imagine it was someone. A, it was a musical. Yeah. So imagine someone talking about. <laughs> he's like, I know what I'm talking he's, about. Yeah. He's like the hardships of the inner city, and she goes, "Oh, is that where they shot this musical? That's beautiful and wonderful." <laughs> it wasn't. It was actually a very powerful. If you guys, you should rewatch it. Actually, let's stop the podcast right now. We'll all go in my room. We'll watch, watch Hairspray, and we'll yeah. come back. Come back and do movie cool? club. Anyway, yeah, yeah well, full review. I'll yeah. shut up. Guess I don't know anything. No, Keep going. You're good. You're good. Uh, okay. So, yeah, Baltimore. What, maybe what are some kind of crazy instances that happen there where you're like, oh. Man, you know something? This is probably sad. This will probably change that energy. But my brother's bike, right? We're probably 
seventh grade. He's three years younger, fourth grade. His bike gets stolen right oh, in front of hell. me, man. Group of guys walk out like, hey, shorty, can I ride your bike? And I'm like, no, you can't ride my brother's bike. <laughs> but at that point, we knew it was over. Because <laughs> like, I'm not getting those wheels back. <laughs> Yo, it's a rap, man. And they just took it. And it was so sad because <sighs> I couldn't defend him. Yeah. And to this day, like we've talked about it now. We're talking so many years later. But I'm like, yo, man, I still don't feel good about when them guys went and stole your bike, man. Yeah, I'm, and his was new. Like, mine was older. They know? didn't want your oh, bike, did they? They, they? Even they didn't even want one. my bike. Right? Of course they're not going to take try, bike. You were trying to get them to steal it. It's like, well, this bike's just as good. Like, yeah, this faster. one's fast, fast, yeah. super fast. I mean, this one's got character. Right. They're like, that one has no chain and it looks like you pedal it with <laughs> your own feet. And it's like <laughs> full on Flintstones. What, were you scared? Um, uh, were your parents in your life growing up? Yeah, yeah. Well, my mom was and my dad was in Cali. So gotcha. So you grew up with your mom. I grew up with my mom. Okay. Right. Same thing. Um, were you scared to tell your mom that like his bike got stolen? Because was it almost on you? Like as the big Absolutely. brother? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I come home and uh, I don't think we mentioned it at first. Yeah. I think <laughs> we just kind of go home and he goes home bikeless. And I think. <laughs> At some point, he's crying. Yeah. Oh, you know, and I'm emotional, gosh. but I'm not crying. It's yeah. the tears that get you. Yeah, and she's like, what's going on? And I talk too much at this point. So I remember just over talking a conversation when I think she would have accepted it. Yeah. You know, I don't think yeah, she wanted me to take. Yeah, it's not your fault. Yeah, she didn't want me to just get my ass whooped <laughs> for a bike. For a bike. Right. You got to be logical. Hey, mom, we, you know. We downsized um, in, the, <laughs> in the bike department. We, yeah. we decided we need one less. Yeah, we'll And that's because we're not greedy. Right. And we decided to get the, rid of the newer one because this group of gentlemen looked like they didn't have one. Yeah, they yeah. needed it more. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Do you think the universe gives you a blessing for the things that are stolen from you? Because you're right. We bless these guys with a brand sure. new bike. <laughs> sure. I think you know they bless themselves. But Silver linings on things, people. Silver linings. <laughs> I wonder how that works. They yeah. clearly needed that bike more, more than your what, fourth what, grade little brother. I wonder. I wonder. We don't know if they had a big stolen bike collection somewhere in a corner. No, know? and they could have been giving it to a kid that needed the bike more. Like they could. They're maybe they're just the Robin Hood of. Mm. Um, oh, that's a good way of looking of at just, it. Of for slightly poorer people than the poor, so they steal from the poor and then they just give it to a little bit less. <laughs> See, but. I'm not sure. We were we were very needy at that point in our lives. Okay, <laughs> so, okay. that's funny. Um, okay, so yeah, so you grew up there. Um, any other instances where where you and your brother kind of, um, I guess, experienced life oh, yeah. like that? One day, I'm riding my bike. He's walking next to me at this right. point. Right? Yeah. No, I'm he's not. He's not sitting on the handlebars. Come on. Yeah, you got to at least get him on the handlebars. No, no, I don't have another story yet. Um, um, <laughs> It, you know, we used to have to walk to the corner. That was a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a, um, it was like an Asian food store at the corner and they made the best cheese steaks and Ooh. burgers and fries. They had like, it was like a convenience store, but they yeah. cook food. Like a, uh, like a bodega in New York? In a way. In a way. <laughs> it was like Baltimore's version of a bodega. Right. Cool. Right. The Baltimore bodega. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, that's, that's a, a hard name. Ooh. I mean, yeah. that might be Are your we? next comedy special <laughs> name. It's possible. But right. continue Somewhere. your story about these cheesesteaks. Right. Um, I just know we went there, and they were only a dollar. That's Ooh. a good one. a dollar. Oh, my gosh. I bet they're good, though, Speaking for a dollar. Of, okay, that's incredible, because I went to go get a burger at Five Guys the other day. Guess how much a little cheeseburger was? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Anyone? Anyone want to shoot a guess? Um, I'm going to shoot $6. I know it's going to be higher. $6. I feel better. 
Uh, $4.99. Oh. Oh, I was going to go seven. $11.50. What wow. the fuck? I didn't even get fries for, or a drink. For a Just single, a single patty burger. Was it, was it beef or was it beyond? Beef. It was just beef. Were there, ele- were there five guys that made the burger or they lied about that too? There was only two guys behind the counter and I had to wait 35 minutes for it. You shouldn't have wow. to pay as much if there aren't five guys behind the Fucked counter. Right. up. I am appalled. Continue. Be. Yeah, yeah, right. So sorry. I just, that really irked me. Go ahead. Right, right. I'm glad it, you it, enjoyed those It did those come with windows. the bun though, right? It did. Oh, good. <laughs> so everything was on the burger. Well, no, they were missing my onions. Should we go back now? And We should. How, how long ago was this? Yesterday. Anyway. Okay. When, when did you move from- So uh, sorry. You may continue your comedian story if you please. Yeah, it, 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 it kind of it, it fizzles out. So I always um, distract. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> He's like, I hope someone else speaks soon. I'm because, so uh, sorry. The end of the story was that they were a dollar. I, have a, I do have a problem. <laughs> with that of I get really riled up when I hear things um so I'm gonna let you talk no no <laughs> I, I, I like that so uh yeah when, when did you start taking it seriously okay so this is what happened this is you mean seriously time to get out of Baltimore or entertainment I, yeah let's start there let's start there you know what happened it was after high school yeah so after I graduated um let's see I was already you know like I was already like easing into stand-up and yeah. comedy and things like that. You Does know? Baltimore have a pretty good scene for that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have a decent scene. They have a few clubs. Oh, that's cool. You know, it's a lot of places you can hit up. So, um, yeah, that worked out. But it was time for me to leave Baltimore. Yeah. And yeah. Cali was an option. You know, my dad, he's living out here. He has, he's a firefighter at the time. You know, oh, a lot of space. Cool. Just a real American. And let me tell you, the cool part about when your parents are firefighters is that He's not dating anyone. He's it's just him, and he works twenty four hour shifts. <laughs> so he's gone for a whole day, and you get your peace. And I don't know if you've ever lived with someone who's angry. Oh yeah, like regularly. Yep. She's oh, right here. Yeah, right. So it's good to get a break from these people. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, we've been trying to get a break from her for a while. So if you ever want to, has it worked as a. Three years strong. As a podcast host, um, we are actively trying to get rid of her. Well, why don't you get her an application for a firefighter? Would you? Can you no. open to that? What is going on? Okay. You know, whatever. <laughs> right, so your dad is on 24-hour <laughs> shifts. Oh, it's it's when I started living life. Yeah. Those 24 you know? hours? Yeah, because you get freedom. You get to anticipate the freedom you're about to have. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely. I know he works on Thursday. Yeah. So I know Thursday... When I That's come home day. from school, it's all mine. Did, were you, know? you uh, were you a little reckless, or were you uh, were you kind of a safe kid? What what kind of kid were you? I think I was always guarded. Yeah, I feel like especially with my mom's stuff, she was she sheltered us. So you know, if you're sheltered for a long time and then you finally get freedom, you want it. And yeah, you take advantage, and I think. I just really bordered the line of danger. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 ways would she shelter you? You know, I mean, she didn't even take me to all my family members' houses unless she was going to be there the entire time because she didn't trust things that they would say around me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. She had a way, you know, and um, I mean, basic parent stuff like be home by this time. Uh, you can only go to this and that. And but how how did she feel about you getting into comedy and you kind of cracking jokes and? Oh, she didn't believe it. Yeah? Yeah, she was like, no, no, really? She just couldn't believe it until she saw it, and she was just in disbelief. It was one of those things. She always thought I would be in business yeah. and things like that, but 
what happened is she came out to Cali. That's when she saw me the first time. And she flew out. And she just said, you know what? I'm not even going to drink. I'm going to watch you sober and decide if you're, <laughs> if you're funny, funny or not. Uh, was that your most <laughs> nope. pressure-filled show? Yo, it was so much pressure. Yeah. And it's going well. And I think I finally, you know, forgot she was there. You know, it's like after you're performing a while, you just get into your groove. But what happens is now the crowd's laughing. You're hearing laughter. It's beautiful. But then you realize there's one person in the corner crying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my <crying>. God. crying <laughs> where the audience can hear it. And you're like, oh, man. Now I'm getting emotional because <laughs> my mom's in the oh, corner. Oh, she's crying in, like, pride? Oh, it's joy. Oh, oh joy. that's sweet. It's oh, like so unbelievable. It's tears and sobbing sounds. Oh. And I'm like, wow, this is. Uh, yeah, you gave her a spiritual awakening. You, know, you, you broke her down emotionally, mentally, but in a positive way. And that's not what we're all trying to do with sons you know break our mothers down emotionally yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It's, yeah. exactly i mean right. my dad did it to my mom in a negative way oh my it's God. fine and you're trying to rectify his mistakes how right. do you break the cycle too how do we become the guy that doesn't break down the lady exactly. emotionally um, after we've witnessed it happen I, think, I feel like it's pretty easy. I think you, yeah, you you notice it and you're like, okay, maybe I just don't do that part. Maybe I just don't cheat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's an active decision. No, because that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, maybe the reason they got divorced was the cheating. So once I like wrote that down in my brain, I was like, okay, don't do that, and I checked it off. Yeah. So I think we're I think we're good on that front. Correct. Um. When okay, so you started doing comedy. Um. You got the bug. Do you remember your first joke where it kind of changed everything for you? You're not allowed to tell it now. Oh, really? What does that <laughs> My mean? My first joke would probably get me canceled. Oh, really? Like, like well, right just, now. just text it to Jared and he'll say it like it's his own. Oh, and, yeah. 100%. And then we'll be like, was that something similar? And you're like, eerily. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you the premise. Okay. The premise of the joke were two impressions. And one impression was a gay nightmare and the other was a lesbian nightmare there you go <laughs> and those were the impressions and they were very physical bits yeah <laughs> and one was a mic reenacted as just say a penis and the guy is running from it and he can't outrun it no. well, maybe that was the woman running from the Whatever it was. <laughs> Either way, someone was running from a penis. Yeah, yeah, someone was running from a penis, but they couldn't escape it. Oh, God. And that was the... Uh, I that, think Harvey Weinstein stole your joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. He is it. Well, we don't like him. I'm that, was a, that was a negative comment no, towards him. We weren't raising him up at all. No. All right, we're deflating that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I guess I, I would call you the headliner of the show that we went to. Um, I don't know if they have headliners for like Laugh Factory, but you're the last one, and that's usually, okay. that's usually where they put the hitter. And... I feel like at the end, it's if everyone in front of you were killers, it's kind of tough um, to get the crowd into it initially. Like, because they're like, how can, like, what's this guy? Is he going to be good? But you have such a clever opening joke to kind of break down the audience in a positive way. Like, you just stand there silent and uh, you've got your hat off and uh, don't say it. Okay, I won't say it. <laughs> don't say it. And you want to keep the suspense? You want to keep the suspense? I want to keep the suspense. And. I just decided that I'll probably open like that. If that's how I open. If we're talking about the same yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, which yeah. I think we are. We're def I think we are. 
I think that's how I want to open. It's that's for the semifinals. Opening. The semifinals. Okay, okay. So this is a good. You guys got to wait. It's such a good opening joke. You guys got to go watch the semifinals. August thirtieth, right? August thirtieth. And the this day gonna, this comes out. The day this comes out. And it's right. gonna be live voting, correct? Live voting, and you only have hours. Yeah. To make this happen. And this is a yeah. testament to us three here. We got to see how many people we can push towards it this. It definitely is. Because we're, we're going to get you into those finals. I you mean, you're, have, yes, you're, we are. No, you're getting yourself. We're going to try to aid into getting you in the finals. I believe in you guys. <laughs> and we believe in you. No, he doesn't get in. He just texts us. <laughs> he's like, he's what, like the what the fuck, fuck guys? He's like, he's like, I remember the... Um, I, I remember your address. He, he, we opened the door. Him and his brother throw a bike at us. We're like, I thought you didn't have this. That was a lie. Um, super excited for you. I won't say the joke, but it's a great opener. So you should go with that. Okay, great. It's just, great. It, it completely gets the audience on board. And because it's so like, like nobody's thinking of it until they see it. And they're like, oh, that makes sense. Here we go. Yeah. I like that. Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and none of the other jokes I did. I don't think I'm going to use those. I have an, an entirely different set that I plan on using. Yeah. But that could change, too. Sometimes yeah. it's like what's happening in the moment that makes you make these on-spot decisions. Yeah. You know, it just has to be. You, okay, uh, this is kind of a boring question, but inspiration-wise, anybody growing up that you kind of emulated? By default, what happens is you're watching a lot of deaf comedy jam. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're watching like BET's Comic View. Yeah. So I don't ever think that was the stand up energy who mm -hmm. I am, but you're watching it. So you're like, this is all you know. This is what you do. So I feel like when I first started comedy, I just walked out there. I was like, what up, bitch? You yeah. Know I, <laughs> I think that's who I was yeah. when I first started. And then I kind of eased into who I ultimately am becoming. Yeah. And I also think that's what stand up is. It's a, it's you working hard to become a version of yourself that many people know you as that respect you as funny. Yeah. But you have to fine tune these skills. You have to develop them to finally be able to be, you know, make it look just natural or come off organic. My friend, uh, he worked on a lot of movies with Eddie Murphy. So like I, um, and we're working together on this project. And so I kind of just, I went down an Eddie Murphy rabbit hole and if I, I hope you take this as a compliment. When I watched you, it was kind of like watching like the 2022, like obviously a different organic version, but it was just like that same energy where like the whole crowd is into it. And you could tell like this is different than just like how's airplane food, if that, if that makes sense. And, and it was just, I don't know. That's why I had to come up to you after the show. I was like, I, I know this guy's going to have such a bright future and he's got such a pulse on an audience and knows how to fill out a room with laughs. So it was, it was really impressive to see. Hey man, so... A lot of times I avoid comments and then other times I'm like, just do it. Yeah. You know, go through the torture. Yeah. And people are saying similar things and it's, it's, it's great, but it, it's also, it inspires me mm -hmm. to like put in the time, like really write the tags, you know, yeah. edit out the fat. And if people are seeing me that way, it is potential. Yeah, because I want the movie. I'm writing my own movies, but yeah. yeah, I want to do that, and I know I'm gonna be funny on screen because I've done it. Yeah, so just give me the opportunity. <laughs> exactly. Now exactly. watch this. If I get the million, I'm doing it myself. Yeah, because yeah. man, you. like, come on, there's enough resources around here. Yeah, that we could already do it without a million, but a million will help. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Right, a million in the bank account. Never hurts. Yeah. No, um, right. not necessarily a, a movie, but I, I love what Andrew Schultz did with his comedy special. I don't know if you keep up with him, but absolutely, yeah, he he. 
bought it back from the streamer and then he made three five X based on his audience. And I was like, okay, you're putting your comedy back in the people. People are like, you need to cut these, uh, a streamer, I guess said, you need to cut these jokes. Um, they're too offensive. And then he's like, then why do I sell out shows every single week? And everybody's laughing. It's like, no, there's, there's a pulse for this. You know, no. there's, there's people that, that want to listen to this comedy. My favorite comedy is the stuff that you laugh about with your friends that you're not scared. Like when like there's no one else watching, you know, it's the best. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I feel like everybody right now, they get so caught up in what the words are rather than intent. It's like the, no, this is, this is funny. And we all know it's supposed to be offensive because it's, it's kind of like showing you what's offensive. It's the same thing with the office that we know you were on. Did you know he was on the office? I did know that. Oh, um, like, People say that couldn't be made today, but it's it's showing you what people aren't supposed to act like. So you kind of just got to use your brain and be like, yeah, that's obviously we don't actually think that way. That's why these are jokes, you know? Right. So um, I mean, I, that's what we laugh at in comedy. It's a yeah. lot of it is the unexpected. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, that I, was something like we had um, Jason Nash on like a few weeks ago and he was explaining like when he first got into comedy, um, forget shoot i forget who his mentor was but he was working at snl and he was like some like somebody's assistant there and they were teaching him how to write jokes or like how to make your jokes better and the best advice he said he got was that the punchline for the joke should be as far away from what you expect and then that's what makes comedy you know and so that's like a question because like I was, I was reading like your your bio on your website to learn more about you personally and you describe your comedy as like almost family friendly oh, and yeah. I wonder how do you like discern that line that you walk of like almost family friendly versus like you know putting in a joke that like say a streamer or like a network like you know the AGT's on that they would ask you to cut. You know what? That's really easy. It's kind of who I am. You know, I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm not incredibly filthy as a human. Yeah. But sometimes I cross lines, but I don't think moms would mind. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they would bring their children and it's like, oh, it might be one, yeah. you know, slip. So I'm kind of there, but then there's times when maybe there's a little more. Yeah. So then that doesn't work with the family audience. <laughs> but it's so close that... Yeah. Why not? No, I, I think it's all about delivery rather than being raunchy and just making you think a different way. Um, who's, what's that one? He's the guy from Tennessee. I think he's really good at that. He's super clean, but so absolutely hilarious. Nate. Uh, Nate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. just, Oh, he's hilarious. The, right. the way that he can tell a story, it can be about anything in the world. Like, it can be about a bowl of cereal. Like, uh, somebody else could be talking about, like, the sex thing that happened that's also a story because that's very common in, in comedy. And then just like a bowl of cereal and like his joke is like 10 times funnier. Just, yeah. Right. yeah Cause it's, it's so just, graphic. Yeah. Right. It's so relatable. Um, I, I do kind of want to ask about your joke writing process. Cause just cause I'm super interested in comedy. Um, is it like a, usually a real life occurrence that you'd then break down on a notepad or break down in your mind? How do you kind of find an initial joke and then how do you flesh it out to maybe where you're comfortable being in its final form? So I think for me, the art of becoming a great writer is doing it, Daily. Yeah. So that's first. I've been writing since I started. I try to write something every day to some degree in a pad, but a lot of it is in my phone too. Yeah. And most of it, most of it is like experiences, just life experiences. Yeah. And I, I start off with what actually happened. And then sometimes I'm like, all right, let's see how I can embellish this. Yeah. But if it doesn't need, like if I can find the real piece that happened, 
and keep it just authentic, then I feel like it's such a rich story. Yeah. You know, it's like, whoa, bro, that really happened. I'm like, yes, maybe I'm saying it out of order, but these are the facts here. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I just kind of write. And a lot of times I look in a book the next day and I'm like, this is not funny. But I force myself to deliver it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to say it because it was funny when I wrote it. Mm-hmm. So let's see what happened. So I'll go up and perform it. And then, right, I was right. It wasn't funny. You yeah. Know? So, <laughs> so it's like, all right, all right, just keep delivering. Yeah. And I think that's how you find the gems. The 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 statement of bigger risk, big bigger reward is real. Yeah. I believe in hundred percent. Is there, I guess, any tips? Um, kind of like a tip he just gave of maybe simple when people are writing comedy, they're performing of maybe how to punch up a joke. Do you, do you have any tips when it comes to that? Sometimes you just gotta, you know, you just gotta talk about it with people. Yeah. Like whatever your bit is, if you can just slip it in conversation <laughs> yeah. and, you know, just say it and see how people respond. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you'll get a basic response from it. You yeah. Know, you'll get like, okay, okay. And then you try it again. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. And then your stand-up is conversational, which is, it? I think, the best. I mean, that's the one the audience relates most to because there's, there's, you know, the knock-knock route of like <laughs> this is just a joke. But then once you get them invested in your life and your story, I think you've really got them hooked. Yeah. Um, speaking about your life and your story, I do want to. I mean, you've probably talked about it to nauseum, but I want to get into Stepman. Oh yeah, yeah. So if you're listening for the first time, I got married. <laughs> <laughs> in california and my wife's older and i got a stepson and we like like the same age so i call him <laughs> step man <laughs> and people think i'm joking until they go on like instagram and they see him because he's like literally six two with chest hair i don't have any you know is this he, a picture t- of step man on your instagram is that this- is him okay zach have you seen him no pull him up this is step man oh he <laughs> He, he's tucking you into bed. What are you talking about? Yeah, he has his own family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. He, he yeah. did he go get your bike back? What happened? <laughs> yeah, man. Stepman is an adult. Step, step. When I when, when I heard Stepman, I honestly thought it was gonna be like a fifteen year old that like, I was, looked yeah. old. I didn't think I didn't think he had a four hundred one k. <laughs> yeah, man, that man is, uh, and like you can see how he looks visually. He sounds that old. Yeah, like his voice is grown. It's like this. You're like, this oh is, my god, this you ever, is bizarre. Do you ever slip up at the dinner table and he's like, "Keep passing my mashed potatoes." You're like, "Yes, sir." I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, man. We always had those instances, man. Which yeah. My wife is like, "Tell him to take out the trash." I'm like, "I got it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was right here. You know, what is that? What is that like? you know, I don't know, like being a step parent to somebody that you're so close in age with. Man, it's tricky because, you know, like when I started off, I was this guy like, yeah, I don't want to date a woman with kids, man. Like, yeah. that's not, I'm not, you know. Well, good thing she only had grown men. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you find out as you just grow up, like there's a element in women with children that have this nurturing, beautiful quality that she does amazing things and it was like made her the greatest person in my life and now i got this old child (laughs) (laughs) right so now like you have someone to play playstation with you just got a built-in friend yeah you know (laughs) now granted like i was older so i got the coaches teams yeah i would go to a school and (laughs) 
People are like, oh, what class are you in? Like, no, I'm here to pick him up. Like, I'm going here, right? But it's, when you're playing video games and, and when you guys are done, instead of like, all right, have fun going home, he's like, all right, I'm going to pop to your mom's room. Um, <laughs> uh, I think, you know, just I'd keep the headphones on if you can. And, uh, yeah, right. It's always, those, it's always that line that yeah. exists. It's almost like the elephant. That's the elephant in the room is like, well, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not using the top bunk. Yeah, no, no, no. That's but, funny. But, the elephant in the room. That's I'll, a big elephant. <laughs> it's a grown ass elephant. Yeah, it, it never goes away. <laughs> I could do. Could you imagine um, Stepman knocking on the door at night and he's just like, hey, guys, oh, I, I threw Mike's up. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, okay, go drive yourself to the store then. <laughs> And go get some pep talk at Bismol. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Yeah, man. So like, that's what I, Stepman is supposed to already be a television show. Yeah, this should have been on air years ago. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, that'd be such a funny show. It's Dude. just. It's hilarious. It sells itself. It reminds me of uh, of Little Man. Yeah, I mean, right, right. Right. Just that's. It has like the same energy in my head when I hear like your bits about Stepman. Right. Have you started writing the TV show? Oh, I yeah. pitched it. I yeah. pitched it, and here's what happened. The pitches in the room go great. Like you see the executives, they are bellied over laughing. And then afterwards, I think you just have to be hot. I just think I've never been like hot. You know, I've been funny in the room, but I've had waves of buzzes and things go great. But in this business, man, I feel like you got to be on fire. Yeah. You know, so I have to win AGT. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. In order to get this show rolling or, you know, make it on YouTube. Obviously, you want to win AGT because winning AGT is amazing. Comes with a lot of money, a lot of recognition. But are you also excited for what that might fuel your dreams to be like this show? Like and things like that oh absolutely yeah. that's like one of them i still like stand up is my heart yeah so i want to release specials until just until yeah you know i have one there's one in my head right now i got a 42 minute special ready for the streets let's go to a oh. clip <laughs> we just watch yeah. the full thing hook <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me up to a computer in place yeah but i literally have it i have the closer you know all i'm doing is tightening and tagging it up when i go to clubs and i work weekends but it's ready yeah and i'm just sitting on it and i'm gonna just keep growing and then you end up with all this other like content that you end up editing out mm -hmm. you're just mm -hmm. like all right man, maybe this is for the next one you know i got this one special I did on Amazon, there's this whole six-minute section of uh, that just never, just still hasn't come out. It's just it's just sitting on like a hard drive yeah, somewhere. It's just there. Are you, know? you allowed to use that in your next one? I can use, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I didn't have exclusivity to any. Do you feel pressure to like get that special made and like released as soon as possible, or like, and the fact that you're like actively trying to like get this fire underneath you like do you feel pressure that all these other comedians or like people like andrew schultz that just like you know dump their life savings into doing it themselves you know is that something that kind of like weighs on your mind or are you just mm -hmm. focused on um what you're doing in the current moment Man, I feel like so many of my stories are like evergreen right so <laughs> when i tell these these bits they're going to fly a year later. Yeah. Now, I want it out for artistic purposes. Yeah. Because once I release it, then I'm forced to create more. Yeah. <laughs> and when I'm sitting on bits, I'm like, all right, well, I got it. And I think I create just less. So I just released one 
on dry bar. And if you ever heard of dry bar, this is a squeaky clean platform. Yeah. And what they offered was great, but I did old material. I just did like stuff I could find that was that clean. Yeah. Because yeah. it had to be like Utah clean. Oh. <laughs> oh my yeah. So more Mormon so, mission clean. Some LDS. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I couldn't say in this special, I couldn't say shit, damn, or hell. Oh so wow. Now I gotta get through a half hour and I'm thinking of that the whole time. Like, hey, Hey, don't say those words. If you can attach a small message to that at the end, you can start doing church tours. <laughs> just like <laughs> preaching is basically stand-up comedy without laughs. <laughs> right? Oh no, you know what? I agree. And sometimes it is funny. Yeah. You know, depending on who your pastor is. Oh, no. Uh, my ex-girlfriend took me to her uh, church, and it was Southern Baptist Church, wild experience. I, I, I walk in, <laughs> and the guy is just screaming and he's like, <laughs> you know what we should do with the Taliban and ISIS? We need to all get on a plane right now, take our Bibles and put it in their face and say, Jesus will redeem you and they will switch back to Jesus Christ. And I was like, you guys are going to get shot. You guys are immediately going to get shot. And then I'm not going, but he was totally like, I'm not going. He was like, we'll raise money. Everyone put your 10% in so we can go to, so we can go to the Middle East and save ISIS and bring them to the Lord. And maybe they'll come speak at our church. Maybe they'll come talk to us. Maybe the Lord will enter their hearts. I'm like, a bullet's going to enter your heart. Um, but, uh, they got death wishes. Yeah, I didn't end Are up going back. Are people that crazy to think that that's going to help? Actually, the way you said that. Oh, you're I, on board? I, no, I oh. agree with the fact that it's like stand-up comedy because that sounds like a bit, you know, just that like sounds how like a bit. ridiculous oh, yeah. it is, you know, it sounds. But like <clears throat> the funniness that would come like from that story is like how serious he was in the moment. But that's like a bit that you would say on stage. Oh, and it was raining. Oh, yeah. It was raining. Amen. 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 I was like, <laughs> you guys are going to fight ISIS <laughs> with nothing but this book. Um, right. I mean, Oh yeah. It was yeah. very cultish. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty I, exciting. I would take a machete if you have one. Um, you probably can't get it through security, but I don't know if they check it going that way. So you're, you should be good. Um, put, it, put it in the book. Put it, put it in the book. Yeah, yeah. hide it in the hollow Bible. it out. Yeah. <laughs> what, what a missionary! That's a mercenary trip rather than a missionary trip. Oh. Um, I, I am entertained though. Hey, <laughs> by uh, pastors. You no, know? me like, too. Hey. I mean, I grew up in church, so it's just yeah. yeah. So I mean, a lot of the messages are good, but some of them you just get are wild. <laughs> Have you ever been to like a snake church? What, what is what's that? Snake church. Okay, so some churches um, in the south they'll. They just bring out snakes for, I, I forgot why, and they'll like play with them and stuff. And then- Wait, that is cultish as fuck. Is that for real? Uh, it's also a Tuesday night. But, um, <laughs> Wait, that's like really cultish. And then like they speak in tongues and stuff. Are you serious? Yeah. It's in the, yeah, yeah. And there there would be churches where they didn't believe in air conditioning and it just- Wait, that's cultish as fuck. It'd be, it'd be, they're them, bringing out snakes and talking in tongues? You're telling me that they're not fucking part of the, the what, are, what are they called in Harry Potter? Death? Whatever. The Death Eaters? Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do. They play with snakes and talking tongues, and you're telling me that they're doing the same thing? It's like 100 degrees in the middle of Georgia. That's of fucking Of just 100% humidity. Yeah, it was a weird time. Back to you. Um, you went to those? <laughs> no, I didn't go. Like, I mean, you'd hear about, like, you could see it, and we'll watch the people come out, and they only had to wear a certain amount of things. They didn't believe in a lot of stuff. Wait, they, wait, wait. Do I need to watch... Harry Potter to catch up on religion? Yeah. Well, uh, Harry Potter yeah. is our religion. We meant to bring that up. Oh. So yes. if you'd like to come into 
our religion, we'd love to have you. Yeah. Uh, you'd have to pay 50% tithing rather than mm-hmm. 10. Right. But Do know. they play it on flights? Yeah. yeah. That's when I catch a lot of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like and if not, we'll, we'll send you with a portable DVD player and a... Oh, I used to love those. So how is it being married so long? Man, you got to find ways to keep it interesting. I like to come up with role play scenes. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. She won't let me come up with the scene a lot because I'm too creative, you know? But (laughs) I had a cool one. I was like, let's play strip club. She gets pissed off because she never made it inside the room because I made her pay cover charge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Stepman was the bouncer. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, not tonight, not tonight. He says she's not on the guest list. (laughs) That is- I need a I need a twenty dollar advance on my allowance. <laughs> okay, do you guys argue? You and your wife. My wife and I were arguing. Stepman was in the room, right? And she oh, no. motions for him to leave, and I'm like, I don't get it. Like, why does he have to leave? And she's like, Michael, we're not gonna argue in front of the kid. I'm like, wait, the kid. I'm like, no, he could stay. He got some of the same issues with you that I had. <laughs> He's like, I need someone in my corner like to back me up. Dude, Step... Oh, man. I, I got to get a tattoo of Step Man. He's, uh, I mean, just maybe tribal. And then he's just a spirit in the middle. Because he... I mean, you saw his picture. He's transcending. He is transcending. Step, step Man. I haven't seen a photo of Step Man. Oh, you haven't seen a photo of Step Man? No. Okay, so this is his stepson. Step Man. Hence why you call him Step Man. Okay. Um, so, so Mike E. Winfield... Yes. Uh, yes. He has a wife who's older than him. I know that. And he has a stepson that he calls Stepman because they're the same age. And l- look at this picture. And here we go. That's his stepson. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me he's not tucking him in at night and stealing his lunch money every day. <laughs> That's Stepman. When his That's mom goes to work, he, he starts just bullying his dad. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, that is hilarious. This already, this picture already looks like something they'd use for the, like the advertisement for the show. Yeah, like, you, you, you just like see Step like Man. he's not wearing a Tupac shirt because he likes Tupac. That was just his buddy in high school. <laughs> that, those, oh. those were his class of nineteen uh, something T-shirts. <laughs> that is that's how old so he is. Funny. Oh my you. gosh! You know what? I was expecting a Step Man. But I wasn't actually expecting like a step man. No, like, that's, that's I mean, he's gotta start calling him stepfather pretty soon because yeah. it's just it's wild out here. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's really funny. So do you have any other kids? Yeah, man. Um we had a baby, you know. Um, you had a baby? Oh really? Right. But this is what I didn't know. If you don't have a car seat, they won't let you take your baby home from the hospital. So Oh really? Yeah, we um, he's still there. Oh, <laughs> he's like, I'm not paying for Amazon. Nah. <laughs> if you would have told my dad that he would have he would have like just thrown out the car seat right when they got to the hospital. I didn't want it anyway. Did you tell me to just keep it? Here you go. Can newborns even go in car seats? Like how does that work? Like yeah. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't bring one. <laughs> no, nah, I'm joking. We walked him home. <laughs> Taught him to walk immediately. Yeah, that's how other animals in nature do it. You know, it's tough love. Do you have any other kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, there's actually a 12 year old. Tw- uh, yeah, we call him real kid. <laughs> real kid. Real kid. Real- Step man, a real kid. Right. He's, he's super jealous, man. He has like anger issues, right? And we thought it was cute at first because he's little. And then we're like, he might need help. <laughs> but he's like, all you do is tell jokes about step man. <laughs> and I'm like, well, do something funny then. <laughs> does step man, um, does, how does he feel about the jokes? Once he became oh, like a central part of the... Let me tell you, Stepman's interesting, right? So when the joke started getting out there, he would go places and then they would recognize like something or a name or something. And we're like, wait, you're Stepman? He's like, 
Yeah. <laughs> so he's eating it up. And that's one of my fears with my like growth and popularity that Stepman won't be able to handle the success. No. Because <laughs> oh, Stepman no. is just trying to live a normal life. Oh, no. He wants it. Oh, he, he wants, wants it? Life. He wants yeah? it so bad. Yeah, he does. And I like... I worry about that he'll be able to handle, you know, all these things being thrown at him. Like, I've been doing stand-up forever, so I get it now. You know, like, every night you're offered alcohol and drugs. You can turn that down sometimes. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> sometimes. 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 Setman set is just like, he's like, I, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> I mean, I mean I'll take the bump of cocaine. I have know? two nostrils for cocaine for a reason. Like, <laughs> Okay, so I've got some questions for you. I Absolutely. got this from Answer the Internet. Barstool does it. Um, they're just going to be kind of rapid fire. Whatever comes to your head, feel free to say it. It's wrong. Okay. Would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? And mm. why? How? Why? How would be cool because when is just a disaster, tragic date that I'll always focus on. Yeah. If I know how, then I'm like, all right, I'm just never going to go back to the circus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so, somehow, like, uh, your kid, every or stepman, all he wants to do is just, he's like, hey, uh, Dad, Daddy, I don't know what he calls you. Step, <laughs> step Mike. Step, step Mike. Mike. <laughs> could we, could we uh, go to the circus and every year? He's like, you're like, oh, is Step Man the one that's going to take me out? <laughs> is it going to be him, the one that helped me with my career this whole time? Would you rather have a cat's personality in a dog's body or a dog's personality in a cat's body? I think I want the cat personality in a dog body. Why is that? Because now I got a bigger exterior. Yeah. But now I can attempt to jump. But then again, I don't have those skills. I have a dog body, so I can't really climb. Depending trees, on the huh? type of dog you are, I mean, I've seen some dogs like yeah, right. a German Shepherd, a Belgian Malinois. Like you're not fucking with them, you and they what? can jump. I'm not so sure anymore because now I'm gonna do all these cat-like things where I'm just licking myself and my paws, and it's, yeah, and I don't know. If, and then people are gonna be looking; they're gonna be judging you. Well, the other dogs. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. The yeah. judgment but, from the other dogs. But dogs can be a little. Stupid and cats are conniving and like are thinking about everything. Well, no, that brings up a good point of manipulation because mm -hmm. dogs are so much more friendly and can get more things if they only knew how to manipulate like cats. Like a dog's oh, a, a dog's affection a right now, you'll give them a treat because of their affection. But if you can then manipulate, um, so you're giving extra affection. You are, so I mean, dark, treat dark. city population. You. Wow! Imagine a cat with a dog's friendliness. Exactly. And affection. I have met a singular cat like that, and it was amazing. Would you rather go to jail for one year or go to jail with a Rubik's, Rubik's Cube and you can leave when it's done? I did a Rubik's Cube. You're pretty good at it? You think you can stop? How long would it take you? No, but if I know this is my only way out or I'm raped, you know? Yeah. Well, like, yeah. I, I feel I, like you I could solve it within a year. I think, I'm a, I think I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe just like while you're getting railed, you can, uh, you know, it's the pass, it distracts you. If you're like, that was deeper than I thought. Stepman's over there. Get out of Step Mike right now. Would you rather have no music for the rest of your life or have all music be sung by your significant other? Ah, oh, man. Okay, so look at this. What happened if I move on to newer significant others? Would they be my new ooh, singers? Ooh, watch out. She might be watching. Answers yes. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do, because uh, I can't do no music. No, no, no. So, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? Okay, do I have to win the fight? Um, <laughs> ideally for your life to continue. Oh, man, because I always think about people who uh, talk about getting in the ring with Tyson. Yeah, okay. You know, now, would I do it? 
Not if I have to last the whole round. No. You know, like if I can slip or jump over the ropes or, you know, I did it. I say the same thing about my sex life. Yeah. I don't have to, as long as I don't have to last the whole round, right. you know. So, uh, the, so when we go back to the horse-sized duck, which sounds terrifying. Yeah. If I throw terrible. a punch and run off, did I just fight? You did fight. I mean, and then I it's a story. Because so. as a comedian, you got to see everything through a bit lens. You know, right. a tragedy is nothing but uh, your next Thursday night stand up. Honestly, I Trauma wish more tragedy on comedy. You. And wait, was the other one fight like a, you said a hundred ducks? A hundred duck sized horses. Yeah. And they're just violent like that. See, yeah. that I'm thinking though, you could just, you're just curb stomping them at that point because ducks aren't right. that big. They're like this big. Way but, smaller. Okay. Than if that. you've, okay, imagine yourself in this room right now. And there's a hundred ducks. I yeah, that's a considerable that's, that's amount a lot of, of people. Okay. Twenty ducks would be a lot. I'm and trying to picture. But a duck-sized horse. And I now, mean, a horse-sized duck. And now they've got hooves. Oh, well, ducks aren't really that violent. Mm. Well, I assume this one is because it's trying to fight you. Um, oh, would you rather that. be? What did I do? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, you called you called the duck's mama a name. <laughs> you didn't give a duck about somebody's life, and they okay. Would you rather be half your height or double your weight? Oh, definitely double my weight. He's like, you mean just I could be normal? <laughs> That's how I feel. Did, did you grow up skinny? Yeah, I the was same. Saying, right, yeah, like right. when the wind picked up, you kind of go south if it was heading oh, that absolutely. way. Absolutely. Yeah, same here. <laughs> We're just a kite that wasn't manufactured correctly. That's all we are, as skinny people. Uh, all right. Did you get made fun of for being skinny? Oh yeah, you get made fun of for everything. Would you rather age from the neck up or the neck down? I, you know what? I'm gonna go neck up. Yeah, I think. Really? Uh, yeah, I feel like with me, I think I'm becoming uh, sexier. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're aging like fine wine. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's opportunity this this is doing or it's just mere age. Right? And then and now you've got you've got the stamina down south. Yeah, so yeah. I can still run fast. I'll just have an old face. And and but then you got the yeah. respect up top. Yes. At some point, you need the. You need to look older than than your stepson. Yeah, at some point because they can't. You know, I just at some point up. I need kids to listen to me. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, Are you guys exactly the same age? Oh no. Oh okay. No. Just close. Just you know, similar. 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 Yeah. Uh, would you? Okay. Last one. Would you rather date a girl who's constantly sneezing on you or constantly farts during sex? No, this is probably easy for me. I'll take the fart during sex. Yeah, because you just uh, yeah, it's, yeah, because that's sneezing. That's just disgusting. Exactly, it's getting on my arm all the time. Uh, exactly. But if she like farts during sex, like you can laugh about it'll that. It'll turn into funny at exactly. some point. Because yeah. she can't help it. And then little, it's a bit. Yeah, another you can use bit. it in your stand up. It's your little. I don't know queen. if she would want me to use that one though. Listen. <laughs> oh, do you ever get in trouble? That's a good question. Do you ever get in trouble for? <sighs> I try everything. Yeah. And I find out later. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. often does she come to your shows? Uh, not not as much anymore. Yeah. So when she comes, the joke by then is polished. It's where I want it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She hasn't seen me in like seven performances yeah. or something. And I'm like, all right, this is good. I didn't and, know if you ever just switched it up. Like <laughs> you're like, oh, she's in the crowd. Won't tell this one. Um, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 When she shows up, like I'm back married again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish my dad would at least played that game, huh? Oh my god! Um, well, this is you know this. I think we're kind of dwindling to the end, but I think this has been super fun. Just kind of learn about everything, learn about you, and you know, if nothing else, you got four people in this room that think you're hilarious and rooting the hell out for you. So oh, I got four votes. Appreciate well, it. you get ten votes each. So you got forty. So you got forty votes. Hey, you know what? And why I got people here? Since I I kind of know, but I don't really know. Just get the AGT app. Yeah, at least for next week. There you go. Because I need the votes. You either get the AGT app or you go to like NBC.com, AGT, and it'll be 
you'll find out how to vote. No, That's we're going to put it in the description. So oh, yeah. put on how to vote. We'll make sure we post on our stories for you on our TikToks. We're rooting for you. And we're going to put it on the screen too. Like, this is how you vote. Like, we're going <laughs> to we're going to have it Just very like simple. They do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, no, this is I mean, has a comedian ever won? No, ever. No, oh, there's been shit. a ventriloquist. But a comedian has never won America's Got Talent. Well, I sense one coming. Oh yeah, now's the time. <laughs> oh. You're right. Yeah, we're gonna. You're you're gonna kill it. I'm bringing well, uh, it home. <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us for this week's episode of Dropouts. I'm Indiana. That's Zach Justice. That's Jabra Music. This is Mike E. Winfield. Hell yeah! If, if you stayed, um, make sure. To, to send me a screenshot of you voting. There you go. So, so I know. know you did it. So okay? we know. Awesome. Okay. And then one more time, where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram at Mike E. e. Winfield. <laughs> and Thank TikTok. And TikTok. And TikTok. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this week's episode of Dropouts. We will see you guys next week for another episode every Tuesday. Bye. Awesome. Oh.